Are you willing to unlearn everything that you've learned? Forget what you've been taught and open your heart and your mind to new thoughts and new ideas. Unlearn with Mitzi Bickers is for you. We got to talk about it. Hey, this is Mitzi Bickers and welcome again to Unlearn. This is our second episode and I'm just so glad uh, that you're continuing to join us. Uh, I'm grateful. I don't take for granted that you want to hear what I have to say. And uh, I want you to know that I welcome your thoughts and your ideas and I want you to know uh, that this is an open forum. This is a, a time for us, for you to talk to me, for me to talk to you, and for us together to talk to the world and, and just talk about some things that are relevant. All right, so I want to jump right in. Um, I believe that we're losing so many people to traditional church and traditional uh, religion and traditional uh, ways of thinking uh, because we have been unwilling to move beyond the 66. Uh, well, what do I mean by that? We've been unwilling to move beyond the 66 books of the Bible and really get into a place where we talk about the facts and the fictions and the stuff that's been left out. Uh, of the original of the of the the version of the Bible that we have now um, and you know I've studied world religion so uh, I can talk about the Torah I can talk about the Quran I can talk about you know the Uranthra I can talk about a lot of different books uh, but I, I want to speak more specifically now um, to the Bible because um, there's so much that I think that I think is important for us as we grow intellectually to understand that there that there are a lot of there are a lot of spiritual truths, but then there's not there's a whole lot that is not true, and there's a whole lot that has been left out, and so you got truth, but you don't have the whole truth. And so I just want to talk about that uh, today because I think that if we're going to really begin to bring uh, ourselves to a, a place of consciousness where together uh, we can save humanity and together uh, we, can, we can move our thoughts and our minds to the next level to save ourselves, to save ourselves, that we've really got to talk about this. So let's talk about it. Um, I want to I want to talk about allegory because that, that's so important. Um, and I'm talking about the allegory that exists in what we know as the King James Version of the Bible. Um, one of the questions that I've had, even as, as a little girl preaching on the porch, one of the questions that I had was, you know, what makes us think that just because the King James Version said it, or the Bible uh, says something, that that's, that's the only thing that exists? Well, that's the only thing that's true. And, 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 and here's the thing. I grew up where uh, people would say, you better not question the Bible. If you question the Bible, God's going to get you. You know, and, and so... You know, there was this element of fear about asking any questions 
And and so and and quite frankly, look, I grew up as a preacher's kid. You know, I I, I grew up uh, in church where my mama was the the superintendent of Sunday school and my daddy was the pastor. Uh, but I still had questions. But we were taught so much not to question that we just we just got boxed into sixty six books, and I always felt like God was just so much bigger. That creator source was so much bigger uh, than 66 books and that we couldn't capsulize uh, the magnitude of God in just 66 books. I just that is just what I believe. And I started as, you know, I grew intellectually and I changed intellectually to see a lot of contradictions. And then some things that just kind of made me question. And I don't know about you, but one of one of my biggest questions was, where did we get this apple thing from? And where did we get this thing where this snake was talking? So we had talking snakes back then. And 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 how did we come to this this place uh, where we where we just kind of decided that. The fall of man was because the woman talked to the snake when the man was out working, and then uh, and 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 man lost lost uh, his his stature, if you will, with God. He lost his place with God because as I as I continue to read and grow and think and develop and research and study I believe that the fall of man was not so much a fall uh uh from God meaning God up in the sky and and and, and, and you know we were made a little lord and the angels and so there was just this this boom a fall but that we fell from elevation that we fail from consciousness, that we fail from uh, a knowing place, and, and, and that if we can really begin to embrace uh, the spirituality of it all rather than trying to embrace this storyline, and, and I'm not suggesting that the storyline is not a good storyline because it is. I think you need speed bumps in life, and I believe the Bible. I, listen, I am a Bible based bible centered uh believer i'm a bible based bible centered believer but i don't take every single story literally and and a lot of people suggest that if you don't take it literally then you're going to go to hell you're going to go you're going to die and go to hell and the devil and you're going to burn and and this 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 person with this pitchfork is going to going to continue to torture you for the rest of your your dead life or if there's any such thing as a dead life. Um, okay, so I think we have a question. All right. Orlando from Vine City. Orlando. Orlando says, um, the Bible speaks of unforgivable sin or blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Um, he says, you think there are unpardonable sins or well, what we've been taught is that the only unforgivable sin is uh, suicide, and they say that 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 is because if you kill yourself, you can't ask for forgiveness, right? Well, ah, you know, I, I I would say this. Um, I believe that we are God in expression, 
and that gets to be hard because to to kind of wrap your mind around because when Jesus said that that the kingdom of heaven is 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 within us um and then he said to let the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven and and that's our prayer and then I believe this. I believe that there's no there's no person that's sitting somewhere judging and saying, uh, you know, this person goes to heaven and this person goes to hell. You know, I just don't believe that. Now, do I believe that you ought to always be in a space and place where you are growing and you are developing and you are you are doing good and you are are loving humanity and you are loving source and you believe that there's somebody bigger and greater than you, then yeah. But do I think that there is something that God won't forgive you of? The answer is absolutely not. I believe that God will forgive you of uh, the source uh, forgives you of, of all of your sin. The question is this, do you, have you learned to forgive yourself? That's the bigger question that I would ask. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you in a place where you can forgive yourself? Now, somebody's going to believe that what I'm saying is sacrilegious. Well, uh, so what? My, my, my goal is to get us to start thinking at another level. Um, and so, uh, Orlando, uh, I thank you for your question. And I believe that God will absolutely forgive us of our sins. I don't think that there's an unpardonable sin. Uh, As a matter of fact, the word says this, that God places our sins in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember them again. And he also says this. He says, I place your sins as far as the east is from the west. And so what does that mean for us, Orlando? That means that if if he places your sins as far as the east is from the west, he decided not to place them as far as north is from south. Because if you look at the way the earth is, is, uh, uh, moves on its axis, think about this for a minute, Orlando. The earth moves on its axis and it moves east to west. It moves in rotation east to west. All right. So if he had placed our sins uh, as far as the north is from the south, when you're traveling north, you're going to eventually travel south, and then you're going to travel north again, just kind of based on the way that the earth spins on its axis. So you're going to always meet your sin again. Okay, but if the word of God is true and what it says is that he places our sins as far as the east is from the west, that because of the way the earth spins on its axis, once you go east, you're going to keep on going east. You're going to keep on going east until you make the conscious effort to turn around and face your sin again to go west. So. I believe what the word says. It says that, that, that God places our sins in the sea of forgetfulness, never to remember them again. And he places our sins as far as the east is from the west. And again, as we change intellectually, you know, we got to be willing uh, to forget the stuff that we've learned and forget the stuff that 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 uh, people have taught us and really begin to raise our vibrations and get ourselves to the next place and space of consciousness to understand that, you know, too many of us are still in the dark ages. 
I mean, we're so in the dark ages of of Bible and religion and outdated belief. We got another question? Okay, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Praise God. That's good stuff. Now she is married. Woo! And her husband continuously says the Bible makes women subservient. How should she address it? What? I didn't say I didn't preach that in love language, did I? I don't know. I hope I did. Okay, so she said, uh, is that Sandy? Sandra for Sandy. Sandra. So Sandra, listen. Um, thank you. And I, I remember love language. And I remember that we talked about how there's a, a, a love language that we must speak. Um, and, and the first uh, language that, that we speak has to be love because God is love. Uh, because source is love. Now, I don't, I don't recall saying anything about women being subservient. You know, that's the stuff that, you know, um, uh, we learn over here where people have been teaching us over in Genesis that, you know, when he made man, he, he made man to have dominion over the earth. And then he made woman uh, to be her, her uh, to be his, his, his help meet. You know, and so people make that to mean that a, a woman is subservient. Now, sub, submission and subservient are two different words. All right. So, what what does subservient? Uh, my, my, I got I got good staff here. Somebody give me the definition of subservient, and uh, then the definition of submission. Um, but the one thing we have to know and understand is that uh, some of what we read in Genesis is kind of crazy, too, because uh, when God created man in in chapter number one, uh, it talked about how he created uh, man. And then in the next chapter, in chapter number two, he talks about how he created Adam and Eve. And so there's just some real conflict there. And whether Adam and Eve were the same person or was uh, there a, a masculine and feminine spirit. So I'm putting on my glasses here so I can read uh, submission, the, um, the definition of submission. Uh, the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. That's submission. So I believe that every, uh, every situation, every relationship has to have a leader. I do believe that. I believe that very strongly. But subservient. Uh, means prepare to obey others unquestionably. Now that's a bit different, all right, than than submitting to an authority or being able to un- to 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 not question. Okay, now now don't get all up in his face, Sandy. All right, don't get all up in his face. But I I believe that um you know we've been taught that. And we've taken on that 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 tradition of you know a woman ain't supposed to say nothing. Her 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 role is in the kitchen in the bedroom. You know that's her role, kitchen in the bedroom. She has nothing else to offer. She has nothing else to say. Well, I mean, come on. 
I mean, if it were not for women at our level of intellect and our level of of uh, being able to uh, maintain and, and, and manage our families, uh, where would we be? And so uh, tell your husband, give me a call and let's talk about it. Uh, there's some things that we got to talk about. We have any other questions? Okay. Um, so we got to come out of these dark ages. Now, uh, Sandy's husband, that's dark. That's dark age believing that that's, uh, that's some, some, some Betty and, and, uh, who was Fred married to? Wilma and Betty and Fred, Barney and, and, okay, Fred, you know, the Flintstones, that's some stone age stuff, man. So, so, so we gotta be, we gotta be in a, in a place, you know, where, uh, where we can, we can shake ourselves of that. And, and, and really it's about, again, when, when we can love and appreciate each other and be able to, to share and, and understand, uh, that, that God wants us to walk and live in harmony with each other. Then we get rid of all of the the idiosyncrasies that 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 separate us and keep us, and and that's another uh, way that you know our Anglo-Saxon friends have have kind of persuaded us that that there's some level of um, of authority that you know people have over each other, and and if you if you really believe in what uh, Willie Lynch said, and I know you know some people say Willie Lynch is a is a myth. Well, I don't believe it might be a myth, but but the 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 theory uh, of you know getting somebody's mind in a certain space and place that they would act a certain way is absolutely true. And so, um, you know, Sandy, you, you have a lot to contribute, and I'm sure you have a wonderful husband. And um, I, I pray that y'all will, will meditate together and, and begin to operate in that level of harmony together. Um, all right, so Bible and religion, is it, is it outdated? <laughs> is, is, is religion becoming outdated because we're moving past religiosity and moving more into spirituality. And we're moving, you know, more into being in touch with our inner selves. And, and, and when we're connected to our inner selves, then we're really connected to Christ. I mean, is it, is it, is it, is it that we've got to really start unlearning all of that craziness is it that we got to stop unlearning all of this stuff that we take literally and look at what uh what God God's desire really is for all of us and that is to love humanity and to do no harm just to do no harm I mean can we be in a place where 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 we we move to a, a new level of understanding about creator source and understand that we are all, listen, we are all God and expression because Christ taught this in new Testament. He taught this. He said in me, there is neither male nor female Jew nor Gentile. So what do we do with that? Because he says it doesn't matter to him. Your gender doesn't matter. 
He says, your, your, your persuasion doesn't matter. He's saying that in me, you know, I, I don't see that. I just see believers. I see people believing. I see people knowing. I see people coming into consciousness and coming into a better way of, 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 of life and living in harmony. Uh, I, I, I look forward to y'all uh, uh, tuning in to my Heart, Mind, Harmony session and, 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 and us talking about, you know, those kinds of things. Um, what about this notion about the man upstairs? I mean, who is the man upstairs? I mean, the man upstairs, can I tell you that the man upstairs is you? That as you, as you raise your vibrations and as you, you begin to understand the light uh, and energy centers that are, that are inside of you, that the man upstairs really is the God that is in you, that's high and lifted up. <laughs> So, you know, as we as we come out of all of that, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the man upstairs in my next uh, podcast. And I hope that you will be a part of it and that you will join me uh, in our discussion about the man upstairs beyond 66 facts and fictions about the Bible. Listen, thank you for joining us. This is Mitzi Bickers and Unlearn. We got to talk about it.